Hey Hustlers, welcome back to another episode on the Girl Hustle Podcast. My name is Christy and I'm your host. I've been collecting a lot of my thoughts to bring you this podcast today and I'm just going to dive right in because I have like word vomit spilling from my brain to my mouth. Um, So I saw something last night that really caught my attention and I know it caught the attention of several other fitness coaches because I saw an influx of posts addressing this. And I love when this happens because I'm like, wow, I got to address this to my people. And yes, if you are listening to this right now, you are my people and I love you so much. Um, As you know, if you have been a frequent listener, my goal is to always, always help others avoid the same costly mistakes that I've made while navigating the fitness industry and figuring out what's relevant and helpful and what is total BS when it comes to seeking protocols and programs that will get you results. So with the new year, I know without a doubt that your feed has been full of fitness ads because mine have been too, and we're honestly probably seeing the same ones. And the thing is about marketing is that marketers are taught to prey on emotions and confusion to get people to buy their programs. And I mean, if you think about it, like the more confused you are, the more you're looking for a solution. And if someone addresses what you're confused about, yeah, you're going to buy into the air quote, you know, next best thing. But here's the thing. The next best thing isn't necessarily the solution to the actual problem that you have. Okay, so the ad said roughly, have you done all the right things but still aren't getting results? It's time to try my program. And oh, this made me cringe so hard. And and I know, like I said, it made a lot of other people, uh, fitness people, have the same reaction. And, and this is why. If you are doing all the right things and you're not seeing progress, um, no offense, but it sounds like you are not correctly doing all the right things because most programs work, people do not. And so when I first started out in coaching, I was so firm that my way was the only way you could get results. And I know it's not. Um, what I teach isn't for everyone. And I also know that I can't help everyone. And if someone else can, like, fantastic. Uh, because at the end of the day, all of us in the fitness space as coaches that are genuine have one mission, and it is to help others. And so we will put out messages that we hope will resonate uh, with who we are meant to work with, and that's it. So when people DM me and they're like, hey, I have tried everything. Can you help me? You know, yes, I believe they believe that they have tried everything and they've done all the right things. So one scenario uh, when people say I've tried everything, you know, let's, you know, say, for example, women who have joined my one on one coaching have had past success on programs because they did it correctly, but they were unable to keep it up. And this is understandable because a lot of programs are fads and they rely on drastic measures for quick drops. So in this group of women, yes, they have done all the right things, but they just weren't right for them and the lifestyle they were seeking. And okay, I love analogies. So here is how my mind compares this uh, to real life. Just like 
There are thousands upon thousands of variations of chocolate chip cookie recipes. There are so many different programs that will achieve a version of a chocolate chip cookie, aka results. But it, it's all about finding the one recipe that makes more sense for what ingredients you have available. Um, or if you like the steps of this recipe over another one, or you just simply like the spin a certain baker has put on it, just like you prefer one coach's style over another. There is no wrong answer to what recipe you choose so long as you follow it, you put the work into making it, and you be patient while it bakes. And, you know, let's say you follow it and your cookies don't turn out how you expected. Well, you know, most likely steps were skipped or measurements were wrong. So you keep trying until you get it right. You don't quit and just like go start over with someone else's recipe. Because if you liked that recipe and you want it to work, you've got to stick it out. You know, you've got to figure out where it went wrong, how you can improve. So now if you're doing all the right things but not seeing results i i mean again it's most likely because you know things are not being done correctly and and it's not you know your fault their their fault per se typically it's a miscommunication or it's a misunderstanding but but there are typically three things that are not done correctly inside programs and these three things you can look into to double check your own work and i can confidently say all of this because it used to be me. I used to fall for the same things where I was like, well, I'm doing all the right things. So I bounced from program to program, you know, looking for a solution to my problem, but the problem wasn't in the program. The problem was in my own impatient eyes when I really wasn't following them best to my ability or I'd get bored and lazy and just not do it how it was laid out and then I'd get frustrated that it wasn't working fast enough. So the three things are, uh, are, are you accurately tracking your food or following your meal plan? Whether you're doing macros or containers or you know low carb or intermittent fasting, whatever it is, the discrepancy always is is that when we diet, we will sneak in food here and there um, and it will take you from a deficit to maintenance without even realizing it. Or if your method of measurement is guesstimating portions, um, you know, that's an issue too. And both are very correctable mistakes. But if you are not doing the food part correctly or accurately or consistently, um, yeah, you're doing the right thing, but you're not doing it how it's actually supposed to be done. Okay. Um, the next thing is, are you working out as hard as you think you are? Uh, whether you're doing Peloton or weights or, you know, whatever, when your food take in, when your food intake is lower, energy output and performance is also going to be lower. It's very hard to maintain the same level of exertion when you're in a calorie deficit. And it's just how it goes. And I see so many people chilling on their phones in between sets or they're, they aren't completing their workouts entirely or they are just going through the emotions. Or my biggest pet peeve is that they're hanging over the rails while doing cardio. Keeping workout intensity up is very important when you want to see results. And honestly, you're probably not burning as many calories as you think, and you are over consuming food. You know, that that is another thing that you could really take an honest look at yourself in your performance. Um, okay, so the next thing is, do you really need a cheat meal? 
And I get it. Most people think that weekly cheat meals, uh, you know, aren't affecting their progress or, you know, they were on point for six days and then they're going to go off the rails for a day or two. But here's the thing. Cheat meals are only beneficial after you're making good progress and they need to be strategic if you want them to keep accelerating your progress. And, you know, I got to be real. If you have a good amount of body fat or weight to drop, you don't need cheat meals. So if you are doing all the right things and then cheat milling on the weekends or overeating every other day, you are, you're simply not doing things correctly. Um, so a lot of times with my own one-on-one clients, you know, specifically or members inside a girl hustle trainer, I have to be real with them and their expectations with progress because how you choose to do the work will set the pace for your results. And that's just how it goes. So I got another analogy. I love my analogies, my my allergies, my analogies. And if I've shared it here before on the podcast, uh, you're going to hear it again. But when you have a problem, you hire a professional to help you, right? So let's say you have a health problem that you know you need to address. So you go to the doctor. Your doctor is like, yep, we can totally take care of this. It's going to take a few months, but we can definitely get you feeling better. And you're like, great, let's do it. So the doctor tells you, okay, take this pill every day, twice a day, and come back to me in a week and we'll assess how you're doing. And we may need to increase your medication. We need maybe need to change things up. Let's, let's just see how it goes. And you're like, all right, perfect. I can totally do this. First day, you don't skip a dose. You're totally on point. Next day, you didn't skip a dose. Third day, you took it in the morning, but you forgot at night. Oh, well, you'll just get back on track the next day. It'll be fine. Fourth day, back on track. Fifth day, life happened and you didn't take either doses. Sixth day, you were able to only do one dose. Seventh day, you go back to the doctor for your assessment and you're frustrated because you're not really feeling better or seeing any difference. So your doctor is like, well, instructions were for you to do it twice a day, every day for a week. And, you know, I can't really, you know, give you any changes or updates because protocol wasn't followed. But you know what? Hey, if this is the best you can do, you will feel better, but just not as quickly as you want to. So it's really up to you how close, how closely you want to follow protocol. You set the pace for fixing this problem. And, you know, I love this analogy because it's 100% on point with health coaching as well. If you are given a protocol and you loosely follow it, you will loosely get results. Again, most programs work, so don't automatically doubt or discredit what you've been doing uh, just because you aren't seeing fast enough results. Because 99% of the time, there is a big room for improvement on your part. So, you know, don't blame your coach, don't blame your protocol, self-reflect, adjust your expectations, and take ownership of how you're progressing based on your work. So the last thing I want to say is that, you know, getting results is very simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. So now that you understand this, I want you to know that I have invested thousands of dollars trying trying fads, hiring coaches, using different supplements, because I wanted to sift through all the things that worked and discard all the things that didn't work so I could help others avoid costly mistakes. And what I found in all of this that truly works are three things. 
Number one is education. And this is what Girl Hustle Trainer is all about. Everything that I know that works for a lifestyle based on macros, fitness, mindset, it, it's I put it all there for you to learn so you don't have to doubt the misinformation that is out there. Education is the foundation for sustainability and realistic long-term results. You've got to understand what you're doing, you know, because the fads, like they don't teach you anything. Um, so I'm all about education. The second thing is doing the work, taking what you've learned, apply it and allow it time to work. Uh, you know, things do not happen overnight. The fastest route to results is doing the work every day to the very best of your ability and not jumping ship when things aren't happening fast enough. Uh, the third thing is learn to rest, not to quit. There's going to be times where you're like, this sucks. This is hard. It's not happening fast enough. I'm tired. I need a break. And you know what? If you do, fine. Take a small break. Take a little rest. But don't quit when you're halfway up the mountain. So just to wrap things up, if you truly feel like you are doing all the right things and you're not seeing results fast enough, re-listen to this episode and, you know, be honest with yourself. Um, are you are you really doing all the things you think you are? And, you know, I self-reflect too. When I don't feel like results are happening fast enough, I'm like, ooh, you know, I could tighten the reins on this and, you know, I could put more effort into this. I could be more intentional when I do cardio or, you know, whatever it is. I know for myself there are always always room for improvement. And that's how it should be. You should never be complacent with where you're at. You should always be looking where you can uh, be better. And you know that that's the coolest part about this life is that there's always room to be better. And once you know better, do better. I just want to say thank you again for listening in to another episode on the Girl Hustle podcast. I really hoped this helped you and I hope you have the best day. Just remember, everything you need to succeed is already inside you. Until next time, hustlers. I make my own decisions, my lifelong mission, releasing inhibitions.